Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Just Brent today. This is a special episode of the Home Video Hustle, and I'm about to get my hustle, motherfucking hustle on, like always. Now, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. Y'all see the title of the episode. Y'all already know what movie I'm about to talk about. I usually just do my letterbox reviews, but, you know, since this is Rocky and, you know, the Creed movie is coming out, that's pretty much why I'm doing this, because uh, the next, I don't even want to say the next Creed movie, but the last couple of Creed movies have looked interesting, but I just never watched them because I was like, well, I ain't never seen Rocky, so... And I know them as like, uh, I guess they could call them sequels, I guess. Like, again, I don't know because I haven't seen them, but they seem like sequels, you know, because in this movie, he fights Apollo Creed and as his son, and now he's training him, I guess. Like, I don't get it all yet still because I've only seen the first movie. So I don't know for sure how the fuck he would go to training his son after they was beefing so hard in this movie at the end. But that's the point of the whole journey, folks. I'm going to find out because I've never seen any of the Rocky movies before. I've seen some of the boxing scenes. Like, I most vividly, I think I remember part four watching that on Spike TV back in the days. I think that's the one that had, like, James Brown and, you know, I Must Break You and all that cultural pop culture stuff that everybody know about. That's about it. Because I thought I had seen, until I saw this, I thought I had seen, like, the fight scene from this movie. Come to find out, I ain't seen it. Because I was, I didn't know how that shit was going to go. I thought, well, we'll get to it, I guess, but. Yeah, I thought it was going to be way different than it was, man. And I don't know. I might have some controversial opinion about this. one. We'll find out. But I'm sure you've all seen it before. I've never seen it. But Rocky came out in what year? I didn't really take a whole lot of notes for this. This is just some like, like I said, I was going to write a written review. But I was like, nah, 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 nah. I'm going to talk about this one. And I'm going to inflate the little downloads a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? But nah, I'm fucking with you. Now, I came out in 1976, though, and I didn't. I knew it was a big movie. I know it even won Best Fucking Picture that year, which I might have to look up and see what it was up against, but I'm not going to spoil that. But it won Best Picture. It only cost $960,000 to make and made $225 million. So if anybody's wondering, 
why they made so many Rocky movies. And there's your fucking answer right there. They made almost $230 million on under a million dollar budgets. Like, hell yeah, we got five, rock, six Rocky movies. Five initially, but then Rocky Balboa, I know, came. See, that was the thing, too. This is the fuck move about it all. Is that I wanted? I was curious to watch Rocky Balboa when he came. I forget he fought a real boxer. And I can't remember who it was off the top of my head right now, but I do like boxing, so I was like, "Oh, I was like, oh, he's actually fighting a real boxer." But then I was like, "Oh, this is Rocky Six. I ain't seen Rocky One through Five, so maybe I'll watch those at some point." And you know, when did Rocky Balboa come out? Probably like oh seven or something. So it's like all these years later, finally. I'm watching the damn Rocky movie. Because I've had this Blu-ray set under my TV for a while now. It had the set has Rocky 1 through 6 in it. And it's just been sitting there. And all this, well, I can't even say this week, these last couple of weeks, I don't know when this is coming out. But I'm probably still doing it as it comes out, so it still works. But if you follow me on Letterboxd and social media, you know I post all those movie reviews. I've been trying to knock those movies the hell out. Because I have no room under my TV now for my to-watch pile. My to-watch pile was a box like outside of the TV and then a stack outside of the TV. You finally got rid of the stack outside the TV. Now I just got the box. So I've been trying to knock them all out. And it's hard, though, because a lot of those movies are multi-movie packs. Like the Rocky pack has six movies in it. A lot of them Vinegar Syndrome boxes have three of them or more. But then the killer is a Zatoichi Criterion box set, which has 20 fucking five movies in it. So that's going to be there a while. And then, of course, the Universal Monsters box has 30 movies in it as well. So, you know. It might take some time, but fuck all that. We're here to talk about Rocky. My experience watching Rocky, I knew a little bit about Rocco because of the PS2 game. There was a PS2 game that came out. And so when this movie starts and I hear the name Spider Rico, I was like, oh, shit. I remember Spider Rico. That was like one of the, I think it was the first dude you fought in the game. And then now I find out it's because it's the first dude he fights in this movie. And my uncle... Uncle Andy, shout out. Huge boxing fan. That's, he pretty much got me into boxing. Because I'll watch it with him sometime. You know, good old HBO boxing and shit. He'd be sitting there drunk or something, eating pizza and waiting me or something, watching James Tony beat the fuck out of somebody. I remember that over at my grandma's house. Or he'd come back from the bar and we would watch it. That's what it would be. He used to always be like, he, he quoted the fuck out of this movie now. Like, he would always just say jokes and shit. I always associate with him. But it's like, oh, he just was a fan of Rocky. Because he'd be like, you're a bum. Like, he used to say that all the time. we watch it. You're a bum. All this type of shit. And so when they start saying that, I just burst out laughing. It's his, I think it was like a random white woman in the audience. Like, I, I don't know. I didn't know if she was talking to Rocky or not. But she, Rocky had like a whole conversation going on. And it's a woman just in the background screaming, you're a bum. You're a bum. I was in tears laughing at that shit. I think I even rewound it. I laughed so hard. I made sure I didn't miss no lines. But it's just like, man, it was rough out here. He was fighting Spider Rico. I think Spider Rico poked him in the eye. And so Rocky just like beat the fuck out of him. And I didn't understand why he just didn't do that from the beginning. Unless he was just trying to put on the show. For the crowd or something. It's like, no, if you could have did that a while ago, like, no, beat his ass, bro. And then again, I'm not a boxer. I don't know how that shit works. I just watch the shit. But yeah, he ends up beating Spider Rico. He only got like 40 bucks. Well, I mean, I wouldn't do it personally. But I know people probably do do it. I mean, there's a whole slap fighting league on TBS now. I know y'all didn't heard about that. What, what the hell is it? Power slap. Old Dana White. Like, back in the day, we used to watch videos. And I mean, they're not good. We shouldn't have been watching them because we... You know, gave views to that bullshit. But I was a dumbass kid that liked violent shit. So I looked at it. But they had the slap fighting things on YouTube. But then even worse than that, they had a thing called slap for cash. Which is basically the equivalent of like, if you ever seen Hobo with a shotgun, there's that section of the movie where there's the dude with the video camera. 
that's like paying bums to like fight each other or like he was a hobo with a shotgun. He ended up like chewing glass on camera, you know, just super exploitation to these cats that just want to make some money real quick. Well, Slap for Cash was pretty much the exact same thing. But these dudes would just have a YouTube page and they would tell these little homeless dudes like, hey, you know, you won't be able to slap for cash. I, give you. I forget what even the amount it was. It was like probably like 50 bucks or less. And they would just like smack the shit out of these homeless cats. And then just like they would probably sometimes, you know, get knocked out. And then when they wake up, they're like, oh, here's your money. <laughs> like, that was a real thing. Like, I don't know if people remember that or watched it or not. Because, I mean, but that's what it reminded me of. Just taking an ass beating for like 40 bucks. And I got to say, too, it also made me laugh anytime I heard somebody say, hey, Rocco, or some shit like that. Because um, Eddie Murphy, <laughs> I think it was raw. I don't think it was, I think that was raw, the purple suit. He was talking about how, you know, Italian people were be all super hyped up when after they go see Rocky and shit, start talking shit. And they were like, let's go, Rocco. So anytime somebody said that in the movie, all I could picture was Eddie Murphy saying that shit. And he made me laugh. But this movie has been kind of fucked by all the other pop culture references that I know now. Because I just kept picturing and seeing all this other stuff all I, the whole time I watched this movie. It sometimes helped it because, admittedly, there were times where the tension was kind of, it was losing me a little bit at times. But then somebody will say something that would make me laugh or like reference something else that has been referenced. In, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what. The opening of the movie is cool. I'm still with it. But the biggest, probably the biggest reaction I got out of the whole entire movie more than anything. After all the fight, your boy Rocky went home. He turned on his record player and he started playing Summer Madness by Cool and the Gang. Man, I can't tell you. I was sitting there watching this movie. I perked up in my seat. I was like, I was like wait. Is that Summer Madness? I turned to him like, oh shit, he actually is playing. So Rocky got immediate cool points with me. I'm like, oh, he got good taste in music. That's one of my favorite songs. The other thing I knew about this movie, though, was, of course, the like, yo, Adrian, all that type of shit. Like, I knew, I guess, the last, what, minute of the movie of him standing in the ring yelling, Adrian, and all that shit. Like, I knew that part. I thought I knew that fight sequence, but apparently I didn't. Adrian working over at the pet shop. And at first, I was wondering how they was playing Adrian because, you know, Rocky is played to be kind of a dumbass at times. I don't think he's, like, mentally challenged. I think he's just an uneducated motherfucker. He's just a big dummy, I guess, like getting punched in the head every day. And I thought they was playing her that way at first, but I guess she just ended up being, like, super extra shy or something, which, I mean, I can't talk. I grew up an extra shy dude. That's why I was pretty much solo dolo for most of my, like, teenage years because I was always too scared to go run up on somebody and talk to them. And usually when I did, it didn't go out very well. So that's another reason why I kind of was like, well, not doing that again. Got out of that, thankfully, at this point. But, yeah, it was rough growing up. So I didn't know, I didn't know at first that's how they was playing her. But once I kind of got to hate, I think he even mentioned He's like, oh, she just extra shy or something like that. I'm like, ah, okay. But I guess that's the love interest in the movie. Little girly that work at the pet shop. Talia Shire. Which I don't know if I've seen in any other movie before. What the fuck has she been in? Because I got, I can't, I refuse to believe I ain't seen her in nothing before. I, she, her face didn't look familiar to me. But I, of course, know the name because of pop culture. Did I spell her name wrong? All right, well, let's just type in Rocky instead. I probably spelled her fucking name. Oh, I'm seeing a lot of five-star reviews on Letterboxd from people I'm uh, friends with. Oh, The Godfather. She is in The Godfather movies. Okay, so yeah, I know her face looks familiar. Okay, so, oh, she's in all, no, she's in Rocky 1, Rocky, Godfather 1, 2, and 3, okay. She's in Rad. Oh, I must have missed her in that one. What does it say up there? I've seen 0% of her movies, but I've seen The Godfather. I just haven't, like, since, no, it says, wait, what the fuck? Oh, because of The Godfather movies. Okay, okay. 
because I watched it. I've seen Godfather 1 and 2. I've never seen Godfather 3. I didn't know I uh, clicked those on here, but that's about it for me. Okay, so I have seen her before. But yeah, he trying to holler at girly or, or Adrian in the pet shop. Working for the mafia is a little collections dude, more so than anything. Like, there's usually one character in almost every movie I watch where I'm like, fuck this person. And Paulie is that person. Fuck Paulie. Just like I said in Forrest Gump, when I said fuck Jenny, you fuck Paulie too, bro. Like, it's, like I know it's not going to happen because I know from just pop culture osmosis that he gets a fucking robot at some point. I don't know what movie that is. I think it's four. So I know he's not going away because, I mean, in movies, you know, things can be a little bit different. You know, normally I think, and, well, he was trying to fuck his sister, though. Or, well, he's trying to get with his sister. I guess he wasn't just trying to fuck. You know, at one point I wondered that, but we'll talk about it later. But in real life, would anybody deal with Paulie? Like, I know Gurley has to deal with him or Adrian has to deal with him because she lived with him. And apparently, I guess with her being so shy and scared to interact with people he feel like he has to like guard her or he gets into that in one scene like he there's a part where he gets mad and he just like lets loose because he's mad at there at rocky not putting him on with him when he start getting famous later in the movie and he's like i can't get married because of you you won't go outside you won't do some shit like that so i guess he feel obligated to help her but i guess rocky ends up getting her the fuck out of there though which worked out for her but yeah would anybody outside of that would anybody deal with paulie like, does Paulie have friends in real life? That's the question I wondered. Because I'm like, I would not fuck with this dude. He does all kind of foul shit in this movie. And I'm sure he does more as it goes on. But he's And he, he just flat out told my man's Rocky. He like, yo, I just want to make some money off your name, Pimpin. So he got him, like, wearing, like, meat locker. Meat locker. Meat, <laughs> meat factory uh, logos on the back of his jacket and everything later in the movie. And he's had the news reporter come up and talk to him and... All this other shit. And it's just like, yo, back the fuck up. Hey, Paulie, as the youngins like to say, ain't got no chill. Paulie need to back the fuck up. Or he would in real life get smacked the fuck up, honestly. But So fuck Paulie. And fuck this bartender, too. Because when they do introduce us to Apollo Creed, it's through like a TV interview. And the dude, he was like, yo, I'm so sick of this jig clown or whatever. He's like, that's all the boxing league is full of is jig clowns. It's like, well, fuck this guy already. And, if, and it's... uh. If you don't know, jig is a racist term for black people. Jigaboo. If you didn't know, now you know. If you're watching Rocky and you never got that part, now you can go back and rewatch it with that knowledge. There you go. I always love that, though, when the motherfuckers be like, the little sports fans be bitching about, oh, there's so many black people. Why is there so many black people? Well, I mean, guess what? Who the fuck is considered the greatest in boxing? <laughs> it's a fucking black guy named Muhammad Ali. So get fucked, boy. It's almost, it always just reminds me of the motherfucking uh, scene in Coming to America where they arguing about Rocky Marciano and Joe Lewis and all. Wasn't that? Wait, no. Was that Joe Lewis in this movie? I can't remember who popped up at the end now. I don't know. I thought Joe Lewis did pop up in this movie. I'm not sure. Philly, dude. So. I don't know. I don't remember no more. It was just yesterday. <laughs> I think that's who walked in the ring at the end. But, but y'all, it just always makes me, reminds me of the argument when I hear people complain about that. Or like, especially basketball is the big one. Because I'm going to tell y'all folks, I'm not a big basketball fan, but ESPN Classic used to be a thing. And I forget, I think it was my dad. And he was like, yo, come look at this. I was like, was like, he's like, man, look at how basketball used to be. And it was the most boring shit in the fucking world. Y'all needed black folks in sports. God damn it. I'm going to say it. It's Black History Month as I record this. You motherfuckers needed us. Not me in particular, because I ain't even no sports dude, but you needed black folks. So fuck you, bartender clown. I love that my, I wrote little notes on like a sticky note while I was watching this. 
and I just wrote Paulie is trash. But I think I covered that enough already. But now I think that that part I'm writing, I wrote down about though, because there's a, I think it's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving, and Paulie, I guess, set up. I almost said Talia Shard. What the fuck is her? Adrian on a date with Rocky. But Adrian in there cooking turkey. She like, you know, it's Thanksgiving. And then Paulie just goes in there and like, he's like, oh, you're cooking this turkey. He pulls the turkey out and throws it outside or some shit. And he's like, go get dressed, motherfucker. You're going on a date with my homie. And the whole time I was looking at the scene, like, I would have just left, man. I would have just told like, because they're arguing, going back and forth. He throwing turkeys around. She went into a room and locked the door and they're yelling. If I was Rocky, I might have been like, hey, man, look, I'm going to just catch y'all another time, bro. Like, <laughs> but I guess it works out for him, man. I just know that in that situation, I'd be like, yeah, nah, don't, she don't seem like she ready to go out and have a night on the town. I'm just going to go ahead and catch you another time, player. But it don't work out that way. Because he even asked Paulie, like, what the fuck does she like to do? He's like, take her ice skating. So they go to an ice rink in there. Well, she's skating, kind of. She's not really like, you know, she ain't doing like no, uh, what the fuck is her name? Oh, Tanya Harding shit. That's my knowledge of ice skating, folks. I'm sorry. Like, when they th- think of ice skating, I think Tanya Harding. I don't watch the shit, but I just know she beat the fuck up. No, she didn't beat. I know she didn't beat her up, did she? I think she sent somebody to beat her up in the back. I don't know, but that's when I think ice skating, that's who comes to mind. I know that's probably not good. I'm sorry, ice skaters, but hey, I don't watch it like that. But she out there just walking with the skates, and Rocky is actually just kind of jogging it. I still don't get props, man. I tried to walk on ice as a kid, and I busted my ass. He does a full-ass jog on the shit. He got some good-ass balance or something. I was just watching it the whole time. Like, I mean, how many times could they have edited this? Because I'm like, he probably would have busted his ass. Well, I was going to say this is a lower budget movie, but it's still $900,000. I was going to say maybe they only had like one take and they're like, hey, man, if you fall, you fall, dog. But that was more so, I was like, honestly, more so than what they were talking about. Like, I was just watching them, just seeing it. Like, I was watching for edits. Like, did they edit this a bunch of times to make sure he did one of them fall? But then I wonder because there are scenes where like she slips and you can still, I was like, don't fall, don't fall. And I wonder if that was in the script. Or if she was just really about to bust that ass out there. And the whole time the scene is going on, I'm just like in my head like, my man Stallone ain't got Rocky, ain't got no game right now. Because he's sitting there with her ice skating. He's just kind of, all he's talking about is the damn boxing fights. Showing pictures of his face all beat up. And I'm just, the whole time just like, But it works for him. Like I said, I'm talking shit. But hey, he got her at the end. And it was really crazy. Because he ends up, they walking back home. And then he goes up to his crib. He's like, hey, why don't you come on in? I'm just like, oh, no, don't do it. <laughs> it was just like, I'm like, Rocky, what are you doing? Man, I know you're supposed to be big dummy, but fuck, man, you can't read these signs, pimpin'. But I guess he, maybe he's trying to break the shyness. You know, maybe he's like, he knows she's shy. And he's trying to open up for her and loosen up and whatnot and all that jazz or whatever. I was just sitting there the whole time, like, with one hand over my face, like, looking through my one eye through the finger, like, oh, my God, what are you, like, awkward as fuck? But she goes inside, and he's like, hey, why don't you come sit next to me or something? And at this moment, I wondered to myself, I'm like, for women listeners that you're listening, like, if this happens to you, like, if you get invited to a, you know, you're on a date with somebody, and, you know, he's like, hey, why don't you come inside? Is that the moment, like, the fucking, like, who wants to be a millionaire music starts playing in your head, and you have, like, option A or B? And knowing damn well this could probably be a life or death situation in the worst case scenario. So how does this work? Like in her head, like I'm just looking, like flip the camera from Rocky to her, put it behind her head, and you just hear the do 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 or whatever the fucking music is on that show. And it's just like, what you gonna do? You can leave and go back to deal with Paulie ass, 
or you can stay here and hope to God that he's not a serial killer or a rapist and that you'll be able to get home okay. But they play Rocky like he's like a good person. Even when he was shaking people down for the mafia, he was still like cool about it and shit. So I know in the movie, she probably has nothing to worry about. And of course, I know the ending is him screaming her fucking name on her running up to him. But I was just like thinking about it from a real life perspective. Like, is this what women have to deal with when they go out with somebody and they're just instantly trying to get them in the house? It's like, okay, what do I do here? Let me know. Because I'm curious. Because I was just sitting there the whole time he was trying to talk to her. And I'm just like, oh, Rocky, what are you doing? Don't do that, man. What are you doing? Because he like leans in for a kiss at one point. He's like, I'm going to kiss you. You can kiss me back if you want to, but I just want to kiss you. I'm just like, oh, but it works. So, hey, I guess more power to you, Rocky. And after that, I kind of, I, I ain't going to front. Like, I, the main thing I remember happening after that, because they instantly, like, fall in love, it seemed like, too. Like, after he kisses her, she kind of like, yeah. And then she kisses back finally. Kiss me and I kiss you back. That's a good Digital Underground song, folks. You should go listen to that. But, yeah, eventually they just fall in love. And now they're just chilling at Paulie's crib, you know, booed up watching TV because they're watching um, I think it was a press conference because Apollo Creed's whole thing in this movie oh boy Carl Weathers shout out to Carl Weathers he's supposed to have a fight with some dude or championship match I think it was but the dude ended up like ah forget what he got sick or something and then he's like naming all these other people off and they're like oh he gained a bunch of weight and moved and all this other shit so your boy's like you know what fuck it it's supposed to be like a bicentennial fight or something like that Apollo Creed gonna even come out dressed up like Uncle Sam and all that later on and he's like, it's America, the land of opportunity. Let's get an unknown fighter, and I'm going to whoop his ass. But it's going to give the people, like, show him that, hey, look, you know, I'm for the people. Anybody can come up out here. And then he ends up going through a book and finding Rocky Balboa because of the name. He saw the name, the Italian Stallion. Thank goodness he ain't see that porno tape, though. I ain't seen it before either. I just heard stories about it. I think Stephen Izzy. Did they review that on their podcast? Or are they going to review that? I don't remember. They told me they're doing porno on their uh, podcast this month, I think. Well, in what February. I don't remember if they said that somebody made them watch that. I know. Well, I don't want to say what I gave them because I don't know when this is coming out. But I gave them a classic <laughs> that I owned on Blu-ray, too. God damn it. No less. Are you surprised that Brent owns porn? Shouldn't be if you listen to the homie. Awesome. But yeah, but that's the whole reason him and the Rockies isn't even going to fight in the first place. Because the whole movie, I'm watching this shit, and I'm like, I know this shit ends with a fight with the champion, and I know it's Apollo Creed. And I'm like, this nigga is fighting for 40 bucks in the street. How the hell are we going to escalate this to a championship-looking match in, like, an hour? Because this is like, uh, the whole first hour is pretty much gone. And I'm just like, all right, well, not a lot happened, but... Maybe the last hour or something would pop off the moon. I'm just like, what is? how is this going to escalate? But then, you know, that when that shit happens, it's like, oh, okay. I'm thinking of it as, well, I mean, that's kind of how it plays out. Because the whole movie, he's like weak as fuck. Like when he does the first run through Philly up the steps and everything, that motherfucker holding his side like his fucking chest about to explode. And I'm like, wait, I don't remember that part being in the, the clips I've seen. I thought he ran up the hill and threw his fists in the air, but that comes later. Because a lot of his training, for the most part, like I thought, like I said, I knew I knew about Mickey and you're going to, what the fuck was it, Eat Lightning and Crap Thunder? I'm like, where is all this shit at? Like right now, he's just beating meat in the freezer and not his dick. That's the joke. But now I'm just like, where is everything at that? I, you know, all the pop culture stuff. And it starts to finally come, actually, at around that time. I start wondering about it because, you know, you get the the music cues and everything, like all the music I know and shit, the 
I thought the fucking um, I don't know why I thought I had a tiger was in this movie. I think that's the Karate Kid, maybe another movie I've never seen before, or I've never seen any of the Karate Kid movies before. So that can be another series. I know Cobra Kai is a big thing that people like. And again, I thought about watching it because I know everybody talks about that damn show. Just never got around to it. All this drama goes on, him and Adrian the cool, Paulie on some fuck shit. And then you finally get the scene where, because you know it's announced that he's going to fight Apollo Creed and everybody's on his jock now and shit. And your boy Mickey, because earlier Mickey, I guess it is kind of set up because Mickey gave his locker away to somebody. And he was pissed about it. And he's like, why you get my locker away? And he's like, because you're a fucking bum. He's like, you could have been a, you could have been a contender. But you want to go out there and play stick up, man, or whatever for them goons. So he's like, fuck you, basically. But now that Rock got that opportunity, the homie is now like, oh, okay. Well, you know, I want to be your manager. You know, I was this was me when I was younger. And I fucked up. But I can train you to do better, Rocco. And Stallone at first is like, oh, fuck you, man. You know, where were you 10 years ago and all that bullshit? And your boy was like, well, all right, bye. And then he's a Rocky yells for a while. Then he runs outside. And I guess that's, you know, he went and linked up with homie. Like, all right, you right. I need to, I need to train. Because then I'm running the block or whatever it was. And I'm about to die and shit. So then you get all the lines I was waiting for. The lightning and thunder line. And, you know, Mickey yelling at him and all this crazy shit. Finally get to the fight. And I'm thinking, I think it was time to fight. It was like, what, like 16 minutes left in the movie. And I'm like, yo. This is not at all what I expected it to be. I knew this one was drama. This one won Best Picture. So I'm like, okay, it's going to be a lot of drama in this one. I just didn't expect this to be more or less a damn love story for the most part. I guess it works. I'm doing this in February, huh? Like, I didn't know Adrian, him and Adrian, this shit with that was going to be such a big part of the movie. But when they finally get to the fight, I had always thought that I've seen the fight from this movie. I know I've seen the fight from part four. I'm thinking now, honestly, that might be the only one I've seen. I thought I've seen most of them, but it might just be the Drago fight I've seen. Because when they start fighting and the homie come out like Uncle Sam, like, of course, the video games, I remember, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember Carl Weathers dressed up like Uncle Sam. No, I want you. I want you. All that shit. But when they started fighting, like, first of all, I didn't know this motherfucker's whole goal was to not even beat Apollo Creed. He just wanted to go the distance with Creed because nobody else had done that before. And I'm thinking, oh, he just got to survive 12 rounds. Nigga, this had, he has 15 rounds, which I don't even think they do anymore. Yeah, okay, yes, yeah, so his 15-round boxing matches ended due to the death of South Korean boxer Kim Duk-koo in the 14th round of his WBA title fight against Ray Mancini in 82. His death prompted the WBC to limit his championship fights to a maximum of 12 rounds, a move followed by the WBA and IBF in 87. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Like, all the time I grew up, going the distance was 12 rounds, but I had knew there was, used to be 15. 15 is a lot, man. That's a lot of ass whooping. Like, 12, I'm sure even some people might even argue. Because I know some championship fights go to 10. Like, it's just 10-round bouts and all that type of shit. Because at first, I thought he, I thought they said it was three. And I was like, oh, he just got to go three rounds for the distance? Like, that ain't shit, Rock. But it was just Apollo saying he was going to knock him out in no, Apollo in three, basically. And I was like, oh, okay. Because when they started showing the, the cards, I'm like, wait, what? This <laughs> is like round six. Because I didn't, I completely missed the 15 round thing too. So when they started saying like round 13 and shit, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, this is going to 15. And then it was like 15 round. I was like, oh shit. And I was laughing because I think, I forget what round that was, but Rocky hit that motherfucker with a flash KO at one point. And I was like, oh shit. 
Because I'm like, I know he wanted to just go the distance. And I know the movie ended with him screaming, Adrian, all beat up with reporters around him. So I'm like, oh, is he actually going to beat him? Like, he wanted to just, you know, survive. But he might actually beat him. But then uh, they beat the fuck out of each other. Like, if this was real life, man, I'd have loved this fight watching this on TV. Because that shit, they was working. Like, one of the reasons, like, I kind of fell out of a boxing. Because a lot of the fights just started being boring. There was no real top guys that you could really attach to. Because just like with wrestling... A lot of boxing was always the fun part was the build up, you know, the promos, your press conferences and everything. UFC is kind of taking that and ran with it now. And UFC kind of came out and fucked boxing up. Me personally, I, I think I like boxing more than the MMA shit because a lot of times the MMA fights kind of sometimes, man, I, I don't really pay for those. Like I used to go to like Roosters or B-dubs and sometimes watch them because I can't imagine you pay so whatever stupid amount of money it is for that fight and then somebody get kicked in the chin in the first five seconds and then it's over like i don't know it's not this i don't know like with boxing that can very much happen too look at tyson back in the day tyson would knock motherfuckers out and it's over i think it might be because i'm already not as into it as boxing so maybe that's why it's like oh well you know i don't know but it's always been weird to me i can never like i like mma but i can never just get into it as much as boxing and now boxing is just not as hype as it used to be so I kind of just gotten out of all that shit. Like even wrestling, I kind of have slipped out of a little bit. Like when AEW got popular, I watched the fuck out of it. And now I just catch it, you know, basically whenever I think about it or remember it soon. Oh, and it was just, it was, I would have loved this fight. All that to say, I would have loved this in real life. It was a real fight because they beat the fuck out of each other. Like by the end of it, man, they both looking swole up and everything. It was like when you play Fight Night Round 2 back in the day. And your eye, and he goes to the corner, and he's just eye jammies and swollen, and you get the line from right. You gotta cut me, Mick, and all that shit. And he cuts his fucking eye, and I was like, sheesh. This is like, man, I don't know how good a fight it is, bro. I mean, his whole goal is to go the distance, but I just wondered how that heals exactly. I get, I mean, I know it heals, but and the I guess the whole thing they were talking about earlier is like he was talking about Rocky. He's like, you don't even got no cuts or your, your nose ain't never been broken and all that shit and all that's gonna happen in this scene is like i think it's after like the first or second round he's like he broke my nose mickey or whatever so he's gonna get fucked up but i've always wondered how i guess you just got, if you got a good ass cut man i guess because you got you know you're basically cutting around your eyeball so you know you cut too deep you're gonna fucking cut the eyeball but then you're still cutting at the skin right there so i i just maybe i just don't i'm uninformed on how that works because it seemed like cutting that shit open to be able to see you're going to fuck your eyes up and shit doing that too. But again, I don't know. I ain't never had to have a cut, man. Cut my motherfucking eye open either. Hopefully, I won't ever have to. So I ain't getting my ass beat that much. But yeah, so he get all beat up and then Apollo Creed is all swollen. I think it's later in the game. It's like round, of what, probably 14 or so. He punches Apollo Creed and breaks his fucking ribs. Like he was giving Apollo some work. <laughs> he was beating the fuck out of him way more than I expected him to. But again, after... You know, in 15 rounds, even the best boxer, you're going to, your stamina meter going to get low. And that's exactly what it looked like. He was just running out of fucking steam. And he went into there thinking that this was just going to be a show that he's going to, you know, beat up on doing. Even his trainer was like, yo, your boy, it's supposed to be a show. Your boy is thinking this is a real fight. So you better go out there and fight. So Apollo wasn't there bullshitting and getting his ass, getting flash KO'd. But of course, Apollo Creed ends up, it goes to the decision because it went to distance and they, you know, split decision and they went with Apollo Creed. So Rocky lost. But it's all good because, like I said, his whole goal was that he just mainly wanted to go the distance. So they're trying to interview him. And he's like, Adrian. And she's like, Rocky, Adrian, 
Rocky. It kind of, man, this shit reminded me of Kung Pao. That's what I was trying to think of. What was it the whole time I was thinking of? It reminded me of uh, this before. It was like, Chosen One, I'm coming. And he just keeps running to it. Like, Chosen One, I'm coming. And he's like, sometimes further back. So it's like, it was, go watch Kung Pao. We reviewed it on a podcast. I love that dumbass movie. That's what it reminded me of. Adrian, Rocky, Adrian. Rocky. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. I know I'm not supposed to be, but it was funny to me. But yeah, I, you know, they embrace, they hug, and she's like, I love you or something. And he's like, I love you too. And that's pretty much how the movie ends. I was like, oh. Like, I just didn't realize that Rocky was more of a love story more than anything. Or like, you know, the coming or the he, coming of age type, not coming of age, like the hero journey type thing. Because like when they first try and get him to do the fight he like yeah i don't want to do that shit but eventually you know he answers the call and he goes to whoop apollo creed ass or so he thought he at least went to distance with him but that was pretty much rocky for the most part man like and it's two hours long i didn't realize the rocky movie was gonna be two hours long but by the end of it i was just like it's cool i don't know if i gave it best picture but it was cool I think it was just not exactly what I was expecting. I know everybody, because every time I would tell somebody about the Rocky movies back when I was younger, I'm like, oh, I've never seen that. They're like, oh, just watch the fight. Don't worry about the movie. And it's like, as a kid, I can see. As a kid, I don't know if I'd have really dug the plot and everything. Because as an adult, I kind of didn't really fully get into the actual plot or anything. But when that fight happened at the end, I was into that shit, bro. I love it. And especially the way it was filmed and everything. So like, like when it comes to boxing movies, if I want to watch a boxing movie, I'm just going to watch Raging Bull. That's probably still my favorite you know, boxing-related movie. Off the top of my head, I'm just probably more. I have a few. Because, like, When We Were Kings is probably my favorite boxing movie, but that's more of a documentary. I mean, it's not more of. That is a documentary. Like, that's probably my favorite boxing-related movie type thing. But when it comes to actual, like, movies, it's still Raging Bull for me. But this wasn't bad, though. Like, I didn't hate it or nothing. I ain't saying it's whack. I just never fully got invested into the whole plot and everything. And it was moments where I was kind of drifting in and out. Like, I was definitely not a perfect 10 for me. Like, what was what was it up against for Best Picture? That's what I want to know. What was this, 1976? Ooh, shit. <laughs> so the nominees for Best Picture in 77 were All the President's Men, Bound for Glory, Rocky, Network, and fucking Taxi Driver. Holy shit, it beat Taxi Driver? Admittedly, I own Taxi Driver. I've only watched it once. So I, I, I can't say if I liked it more or not. But that makes me really want to go back and rewatch that movie now. Because how the fuck did Rocky beat Taxi I mean, I know how. Because Rocky is like, you know, the, the what's the word? I'm like the good human spirit type movie. It's like, you know, the local anybody bum can, you know, work hard and achieve his goals. It's an uplifting picture. That might be the word. He got his girl. He went the distance with a, Apollo like he wanted to. He got a name for himself out there. It's like a come up and Taxi Driver is depressing as fuck. So I can see actually why Rocky might have beat Taxi Driver. But in filmmaking, I don't know, man. I've never seen Network, but I hear good things about Network too. The other two, I know I've heard of all the presidents, man. I've never heard of Bound for Glory. Like when I see Bound for Glory, I think Impact Wrestling pay-per-view. <laughs> so... I don't even know what that movie is. But for that to beat Taxi Driver alone, like, god damn, bro. But fuck it, though. Shout out to Rocky, man. Beat Scorsese. That's what's up. But this is the home video hustle, so I got to give it a score. And honestly, to be real with you, like, I knew the score. Like, I'm not, I never even had a debate about it. Like, this was an easy 7 out of 10 for me. Like, it was cool. I liked it, but I didn't, like, I wasn't, like, 
enthusiastically, it's like hype about it. Like the letterbox equivalent of seven would be a three and a half out of five stars is what I would get Rocky. Three and a half out of five on letterbox, seven out of 10 on home video hustle. It was cool. I liked it, but it's not one that I would put like, I would put like 4K. I got to upgrade every time it come out, you know, that type of shit like it. Well, I got the Blu-ray box set, so I got it technically anyway, but. This is one Robin. Like I would be fine with just having the Blu-ray. You know, <laughs> it's not it's not a huge need to upgrade on this one. I like it enough to own it, but I don't love it enough to have to have the best possible version of it. It's cool. My best summation of my thoughts. It's cool. I liked it. It's alright. Now, now I want to say it was alright. It was cool. It was cool. It was alright. It would be a little bit less than that. It's cool. But folks, the Rocky journey will continue because I'm gonna watch Rocky two next. I don't know when, but we're going to, I'm going I'm to bring y'all along on this journey with me. I guess I was just going to do Letterboxd, but I'm going to actually, since these are big movies and everybody's, so I'm like, oh my God, you never seen Rocky. Oh my God, you never seen Rocky. Oh my God, you got to see Rocky. We're going to talk about it together. So whenever I do Rocky 2, I'll be back to tell y'all about it. I just want to give you a little something extra because I know this was a big one. So until I get to Rocky 2, I'm just going to let you know that. I'm Brents. Oh, you still get the music. Ain't a damn thing changed. Have a good rest of whatever the fuck they listen to this on. I don't even know what damn will upload this, actually. If you want to watch Rocky, like, you don't have the Blu-ray. It is streaming on Paramount Plus. Yeah, Paramount Plus. Which is weird because it's an MGM movie. I don't know how that works, but they got the rights to it right now. So right now, as I record this, it's on Paramount Plus. How do you feel, or do you think Rocky is better than a 7 out of 10? Is it your favorite boxing movie? Do you think I'm crazy for giving it such a low score? Did I miss anything? Was there something I missed? Do you love the romance? Is it your least favorite part? What is your favorite part? Holla at me on Twitter and all that and let me know what you think about old Rocco. Because I can still only think of fucking uh, Eddie Murphy when I watched this movie because of damn Eddie Murphy Raw. Raw I've seen a lot of times. That would be a 4K upgrade. I love Raw. But let me know what you think. I guess until I see Rocky 2. Peace. What's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now